Hey guys, this is Michael, the host of the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. And hey, if you have a passion for anime, sports, manga, sports entertainment, politics, sea turtles, the environment, you name it, come do it here on Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you need is all in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right here on your phone and or computer. If you're worried about distribution, I don't think you should. Because there's plenty of platforms that you can do this from. From Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, Pocket Cast, Sister, just to name some of them. Everything you need is right here in one place. Go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get it started. Oh, by the way, Anchor is totally free. So let me tell you this. If you build it, they will come. Go ahead and download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and get your podcast started. to another episode of the WDYM, the What Do You Mean podcast. I'm your host, Michael Gillespie. Guys, hope you are doing well. Hope you're doing good. This morning, I'm doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. <laughs> I've never done one in the morning. And I'm listening to my listening to the uh, podcast, listening to the voice, and I was like, wow, this is this sounds a little different. Same energy, but different voice. I guess you know, the morning voice gets a little more... A little more phlegm in the throat. I don't know. Uh, guys, hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's doing good. We're getting straight into the into the meat of this, so to speak. And we're going to do this new segment that I call uh, Chef Says. Now he recognized the voice if <laughs> you know. This is the sweetest chef from the Muppets singing Rapper's Delight. So when I heard this, I said, yeah, I'm putting this in the show. I'm putting this in the show for Chef Says. Uh, this topic for Chef Says, we're going to be talking about three main breakfast entrees that are staples in breakfast, right? But what but 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 which one is is the best? It's the best. And if you have any idea what, you know, a breakfast entree or something big is, it's it's it usually comes down to these three. Pancakes, waffles, or French toast. If you get these choices, you know, usually most people pick one of these three to get. You know, omelets are cool and everything, but come on. We're we're talking about the big three. Pancakes, waffles, and French toast. So what is your favorite? I've asked this question on my Facebook, and everybody says, everybody chimes, oh, I love French toast. I love French toast. French toast, French toast. And I get it. I understand French toast, but there's some problems with French toast. I'm going to be honest with you. If if the See, the main thing about French toast is the breading. But we'll get there in a second. But we're going we're gonna to do uh, three, two, one in my book here at the WDM. Figure out, like, you know, what do you mean you like pancakes? I mean, let's start with pancakes. Pancakes are probably the, the basic B. You, you know what the B are. The basic B of breakfast is like, A, it's already, most of the times you get a you get a pancake, it's already complete. You add water, and then if you, you know, if you're good at it, you add something into the pancake, like, you know, fruit, bananas, something like that, blueberries, and everything. But the thing with pancakes that I always have a problem with 
everything just falls off, slides off your butter, your syrup, your whipped cream if you're going to do that. And it's like, you know, I want, I want that on the pancake. I, can't wanna, I don't want to go, you know, grab a pancake, swirl it around the plate just to get me some syrup on it. That's that's bothersome. That's annoying to me. I don't like it, right? So therefore, pancakes come in at three. Number two, number two in my book is always going to be French toast, right? And I'm going to tell you why. It's the breading. Like I said before, the breading. The breading is very important when it comes to your French toast. Most people just go ahead and take whatever they have, whatever bread they have, no more white bread, no more wheat bread, and make French toast. That's the problem. Your French toast needs to be a Texas toast, which is delicious, basic, but better than the white bread and wheat bread that you get at the store, or a brioche bread. And that's now, if you're doing brioche bread, we're talking a whole different game, right? So if you got a nice bread, nice thick brioche bread, and then do the mix with that, then then we can start talking about maybe that's the number one spot. And also, the mix. The mix itself. Again, when you're over at somebody's house or you're not at a spot, they're going to use basic stuff, i.e. Um, milk. No, 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 no. You, if you're, we really doing French toast, it needs to be heavy cream. Heavy cream, egg, and then the ratios. The ratio's got to be perfect. If the, I'm not even going to tell you the ratio because it's job security, okay? I'm just saying the ratios, the ingredients that goes into your French toast are very important. Plus, lastly, who's cooking it? Okay, I don't believe in a, in a lukewarm center. Everything needs to be solid and cooked when it comes to your French toast, right? So that's why in my book that is number two. Number one, number one, it, it's no brainer for me. It's a waffle, right? A waffle, specifically a Belgium waffle. You know, with the pockets. That's what we're talking about. The pockets make the waffle the best, the best breakfast entree ever. Right, so if you get a Belgium waffle, you got the pockets. Again, I'm going to keep saying that the pockets. The pockets holds all your flavor in it. Right, whatever you want to put on a pancake, you can put on a waffle, and it stays there because of the pockets. The pockets are are what makes it important. That's what makes it special. The pockets hold your butter. The pockets hold your syrup. In fact, now after when I when I finish recording this episode, I might go make me some waffles because I want the pockets to hold my flavor. The texture of pocket, of the of the, <laughs> the texture of the waffle, the crunch. I don't get that crunch from pancakes. Just a nice soggy chew. Just the same thing with the French toast. A nice soggy chew. I'm doing it somewhere. But the waffle, you could put some a little crunch into it. And then the thing is with the syrup, it softens it up. It's the perfect. It's the perfect breakfast entree. You may disagree with me, but you know, in this case. I'm not wrong. And if you do disagree with me, guess what? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. No. You should you should all eat waffles. <laughs> waffles is the king of breakfast entrees. So with that being said, we're gonna give waffles its due respect with a nice applause. And all you pancake and French toast lovers. <laughs> What I say in the kitchen, go kiss them grits, man. That's just terrible. <laughs> so that's the side story or the chef, the chef says portion. This episode is called Ain't No Party Like a Great Wolf Party. You may ask, like, what's going on? But I'm about to get into that. So uh, when I first got back home and I started to immediately go to culinary school, 
uh, I went to culinary school and I was like, yo, I need a job so I could at least practice what they're teaching me in culinary school. And fortunately for me, like literally right across the street or down the road, uh, it was a hotel with the Great Wolf Lodge. And Great Wolf Lodge, I was like, I'll apply there, apply what I need to do and work there, get the experience I need and, you know, apply what I'm doing, which makes sense, right? So when I applied there, they, they hired me immediately and uh, I first started working at the buffet. Now, the buffet was cool, you know, but everything was, like, already made. So, already, all we had to do was just cut, serve, smile, and say my pleasure. My chef always wanted me to say my pleasure. And I was like, man, I don't work for Chick-fil-A. But I get it. I get why they do it because customer service, Chick-fil-A's customer service is great. Because all they say is my pleasure. People just like that. My pleasure. Like, you know, that sounds great. No. But he made me say it anyway. So, I'm like, whatever. You know, here's your eggs. My pleasure. Right. So the only thing good about the buffet at this time was working the breakfast. Breakfast was hectic. You know, people wanted their omelets and their eggs and I was on an egg station. That was fun. Right. I had like I think I had four four skillets at a time and that was fun. Right. But afternoon, it was like making pizzas, um, you know, simple stuff like having the fried shrimp, all that stuff. It was cool, uh, fun, but it was slow. It was slow. And I was like, you know, man, what am I doing here? But I'm, you know, I'm going to wait because I noticed across the way, the restaurant. There was a restaurant across the way from the buffet. And, like, every time the servers and the cook come in, they're all happy and smiling, uh, having a good time, so to speak. It's just like, yo, what's going on at the restaurant? So by the time we would close the buffet and it's like 8, 9 o'clock at, in the evening, you could hear all the people having fun at the uh at the restaurant, you can, you know, you hear music and stuff. You're like, you hear that in the background? Like, what? What, what are they doing over there? They having fun over there? I don't want to experience that. Like, you know, they just having so much fun over there. I'm like, okay. Okay, well, maybe one day I get to go over to the restaurant. But right now I'm stuck at buffet. So finally, my sous chef comes to me. He comes to me and he's like, hey. And the thing with sous chef is like he always sous chef always mumbled. He he mumbled like he would start out strong, but then he'd go soft. Like yeah, Mike, I need to talk to you downstairs because I'm like, what'd you say, sous chef? He's like, yeah, Mike, I need to come downstairs when you talk to you about a position. Like I did. Anyone else hear what he said? I said, okay, so I got the part where you want me to come downstairs. You want me to talk? He's like, okay, yeah, man. You know, I want you to come downstairs. We're gonna talk about a new position. I'm like, sous chef, what'd you say? The chef come and say, Mike. I need you to come downstairs and talk to you about a new position at, at the restaurant. I said, oh, okay. I'll be right down there. Finish cleaning up. I'll be right down there. So <laughs> so I would go downstairs. Chef be like, look, man, you be pro- you've been showing promise. Uh, you're doing real good. Uh, we have a spot open at the restaurant. Do you? He's like, do you, do you want to work at the restaurant? I said, do I want to work at the restaurant? I said, absolutely, I want to work at the restaurant. This is what this is what I want to do. I want to cook the fresh food for the for the people that come in. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, restaurant is where we make the fresh salads. I'll make them all stand up, look pretty and everything. The steaks, a medium steak, a medium well steak, a medium rare steak, a rare steak, a Pittsburgh steak. I want to do Yes, 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 yes. I want to do that. So I get over there. And then I meet the cast and crew over there. The first person I meet. It's called Old Man Rick Grimes. You'd be like, well, why you call him that? Because this dude loved Walking Dead. And I mean that. He loved Walking Dead. And back in the day, I like I loved Walking Dead. I still to this day love Walking Dead. He would come in like, hey, man, did you watch 
the last episode of Walking Dead, I said, man, did I ever? I said, I love, we love that show. And he was the expo. So the expo was the person that he made sure everything went out good. Uh, plate is good. The food's good. Sends it out. And then we keep it moving, right? So old man Rick Grimes was, you know, well-respected among everybody, right? And, and one thing, I used to love what I love about him. He would bring, like, he would, they would buy him the seasons, he would bring in the little moral of like what that season was about. Like one was about the governor and had he had all those heads in his little room. Crazy stuff if you ever watch the show. Spoiler alert if you ain't seen it already. <laughs> so, yeah, he used to bring him in. It was real cool. And that's how much he loved the uh, Walking Dead. So we had him. Already talked about sous chef and chef. Then we had uh, Married Man. Married Man, you could, he couldn't do, he wouldn't do nothing. Without calling his wife. I mean, nothing. If he went to the ATM, brrr, hey, wifey, uh, yeah, I, do you mind if I pull out 20 bucks in the ATM? And she hear me, you hear like, nye, 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 yelling on the phone. I'm like, yo, this dude, this is crazy. Everything. If he had to cough or fart, he probably had to call his wife like, baby, I got some, I got some indigestion. Do you mind if I fart? Nye, 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 talking on the phone. I said, yo, this is crazy. But he loved her. So I'm like, I respect that. And then we had Slurry Boy. Slurry Boy. He was he was a experienced person in the kitchen, and I guess he knew that I was going to culinary school. But every time he would talk to me, he talked to me something that was just off the wall. Like prime example, he's like, "Hey man, what's up?" So you man, you ever made a uh, chocolate surrey? I said, "What's a chocolate?" Surrey? I said, "No, I ain't made no chocolate surrey. I'm just I'm fresh in culinary school. Not to make a roux, equal parts of flour and butter. Roux, thicken the soup. Roux." He said, "Oh man, you got to try yourself a chocolate surrey. I said, a slurry." I said, "Chocolate slurry." So um okay he said, oh okay have you ever made a watermelon slurry I said what's a water a watermelon slurry what's that I said look dude I'm in culinary school I make roux equal parts of flour and butter I don't make these little exotic slurries what are you yeah man you got to try a watermelon slurry I said I can't believe they ain't taught you that in culinary school I'm like I don't know what you want me to do about that I don't I don't, I, I follow the the curriculum. of what the school's teaching me I don't know how to make these these watermelon and chocolate slurries whatever you're talking about. Then I meet my boy Kane. Now Kane, this is this, to this day, me and Kane are still tight, man. We were he was a uh, I don't even know what his job. I think he, he was he just did the extra stuff. I really don't know know his job as of his day. But he would come up there every now and then. It wasn't he wasn't cooking and he wasn't serving. He just come up, do some stuff. I think it was for the the buffet or the banquet or something like that. He would come up and every now and then we say something and talk talk talk. And then next thing you know, we talk about. I say some an anime reference, and he'd be like, "Hey, you watch anime?" I said, yeah. I, "I watch a little anime." So, "Oh yeah, what's your favorite anime?" I said, "Dog, you favorite anime? This is that Dragon Ball Z?" He said, "Oh, well, I love Dragon Ball Z." I said, "Word?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "Are you watching Gundam?" I said, "Am I watching Gundam? You mean Gundam Double O?" He said, "Yeah." And at that moment, this will happen. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Yeah, but we did cry in the banquet hall. But yeah, that moment like solidified. He started giving me a whole massive upload of email or email upload of anime. So I was like, "Oh, we are cool." I said, "Okay." So I come to find out he was visiting one of the servers, which was his girlfriend, which is we we're gonna call her Giselle, one of the princesses. All the servers are Disney princesses for this story, right? So he would come visit her, talk, 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 love, kiss, blah, blah, blah. they go off. I'm like, cool, whatever. They in love. They were. I think in fact they were engaged at the time. So that's that's you know that's sweet. That is nice. That's beautiful. So again, so I'm in the culture and everything. And then 
Monday, this is how it all starts, how the Ain't No Party Like a Great Wolf Party starts, right? Monday, they were like, hey, what are we doing this weekend? And then you got Aurora is the princess of party. She would start, hey, let's get let's let's party this weekend. And then now we'll start the momentum. It will be start like this. Because ain't no party like a great wolf party, because the great wolf party don't stop. So I'm like, oh shoot. Monday they already talking about it. I'm like, okay. This is this is interesting. And then momentum built. Tuesday, they had to find a place and they would go to Magana. Magana's like, hey, house is open. Let's go. So next thing you know, the momentum's building. Because ain't no party like a great wolf party, because a great wolf party don't stop. So Tuesday, Wednesday, the momentum's building. Everybody's getting excited. They start singing it. Ain't no party like a great wolf party, because a great wolf party don't stop. So, oh shoot. I'm like, this is my first time listening to all this. I'm like, oh man, they all excited. Like, what's like, yo. I want to come. I want to come. I'm like, this sounds interesting. And so I'm like, I'm like, can I come? They're like, oh my God, Mike, we wanted, we were going to ask you if you wanted to come. I said, cool. I'm like, let's go. And so old man Rick Grimes put, you know, put his hand up like, nah, you ain't going, man. I said, I ain't going. I said, did you not, did you not did you listen to the music? Like, ah, like, uh, yeah, I'm going. I said, Mike, you don't want to go to these parties. I said, what are you, I said, Failing to see why I don't want to go to the party. Did you not hear what they said? Ain't no party like a great wolf party because a great wolf party don't stop. Like, I'm going. I'm going. He's like, nah, you don't want to go. That's all fine. You know what? I'm going to listen to you this one time. Don't be, I'm not, I don't want to be disappointed because I want to go to these women's parties. We're all the same, around the same age. Like, why am I not going? He said, all right, yeah, okay. Just, just, just one time, listen to me. Don't go. I said, okay, fine. Forget it. I ain't going. I ain't going. Ask Mary Man. Mary Man, you going? He said, nah, homie. <laughs> I ain't even going to try. I'm not going. So okay, fine. So party happens. First party happens, right? The the next day, they all, Slurry Boy, Kane, everybody, just all S-faced. And like, man, let's go. Like, man, we just started, started pot, start, stopped, pot, stopped partying. Like 40 minutes ago, now we're all at work. So you all S-faced, come up in here. Like, what happened? What did you happen? And and everything that happened was x-rayed. I said, oh, Lord. I said, this happened over there, and this person was splunking over there, and slurping and glurping was going over there. I said, oh, I said what kind of? I said, huh? I said, what? I said, this really happened? I said, why am I not? I said, I said, why am I not going? No, I understand why I'm not going. This is, yo, yo. I was like, this is crazy. I wanted to go, but I didn't know it was like that. I mean, I'm more power to you. If you want to go, you can go. I couldn't, yeah. I'm like, I come in next day and say, man, thank you, Rick Grimes. I would have got eaten alive by those zombies if that would have happened. He said, see, I tried to tell you. Thank you. I was like, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. But the secret, like, I was like, I really want to go to one of these parties. What's going on? These people up here doing the deed and i'm like wow this person's showing this it's slurping and clipping over in the corner i said wow these people party to the edge of death they come in the next day all of them just fatigued and tired and makeup all weary and thin i'm like okay now i understand i can't go to any of these parties any of these parties i can't go and they would ask me every week mike you going this week so nah homie i can't i got 
I got bills to pay. And I, got, I can't go. He's like, Mike, you going this week? I said, uh, no, my, I, I got a contusion on my equilibrium of um, the ribs. Every time I had to come over with an excuse, Mike, you going, no, nah, the tooth fairy's coming this week. Lost two tooth. And I'm trying to get paid. I had to come up with an excuse not to go. So eventually I got to go to the alternative. The alternative was the bar. The bar was, again, right down the street from the Great Wolf Lodge. We were, I was allowed to do that, right? And then even old man Rick Grimes, he used to go to the bar, too. We would all sit there and drink, have a good time, and all that stuff. Even Sous Chef would come out. And Sous Chef would be sitting there drinking, and he'd say, man, this, this margarita's really good, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, man, it's, it's good to see you come out. Like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I get down sometimes. It's like, cool. So he would come out. So it's like, cool. We, okay, we can go to the bar, have a mini party at the bar. But we ain't doing the super Great Wolf Party. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so one day, one day, Kane comes in pissed, like looking around, like, like angry and stuff. I'm like, man, what's what's going on, boy? He's like, no, man, nothing, man. I'm cool. I'm chilling. What's wrong? Like, have you seen you seen Giselle? I said, nah, we ain't seen Giselle. What's wrong? What's wrong? Nothing, man. When you see her, you tell her I'm looking for her. I said, okay, cool. Man, I ain't never seen him heated like that. He was he was upset. I was like, "What happened?" Well, the last Great Wolf party, they're not this that party. We're like, "Okay, well, what's 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 going on?" He said, "Yeah, well, apparently his girlfriend did some extracurricular activity." I said, "Word." I said, "Nah, that, she wouldn't do that." They they, they in love in the corner, kissing, hugging, all that crap. I said, "Okay." So these these great wolf parties ain't shit. If this is what's going on, so everybody's like, everybody's bothered. Hey man, what, have you seen your girl? Where your girl at? But everybody, he gets so mad he punched a hole in the wall. I said, oh shoot, Kane is kind of strong. I said, better leave him alone. Then I hit me like that. <laughs> so he punches a hole in the wall, storms off. Everybody, like, yo. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So that was that was. Definitely the end of like great like great. We used to part like after that there was parties, but there was no great wolf party. They were they simmered down just a little bit, right? So we were always then after the bunch we would go back to the bar, hang out, hang out, and then you know the sous chef, sous chef over there coming out more frequently. I said, okay, okay, what's what's going on? And this is what ended the this is what ended the bar thing. He was he was coming out. He just had this new motorcycle. He was like, "Yeah, I got this motorcycle." You know what I'm saying? He had a matching jacket. Yeah, matching jacket. I love this matching jacket with my motorcycle. His wife came in. Where you at? Like, yo, who's that? She's like, "Where you at, sous chef?" Everybody like, I don't know where you at. Have you seen him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's even here. She pulls up with some heavy artillery. No joke. Saying heavy artillery. He's like, yo. Let's go. And then he, he hears, all right, guys, I got to go. It storms out. Boom. It's like, oh, my God. She came with the heavy artillery. And it was like, come come find out later. We're like, I, was, I talked to her years later. I was like, yo, like, why did you do that? Like, why did you do that? Because we heard how you, I know how you guys do at the Great Wolf Lodge. I said, yo, not me. I didn't go to those parties, but I understand where you're coming from. So, yeah, he ain't doing that. And she took his motorcycle. I didn't. Th- it's like I didn't think that was possible. She literally took his motorcycle from him. I said, "Man, that's messed up. You don't take no man's toys away from him." But I understood why she did that. So that's how that's how we got down at the Great Wolf Party. We did we did the house parties. Not me. 
I wanted to at first, but then once I heard everything, how everything got down, it went from this. Just keeping it mild. <laughs> just keeping it right there, buddy. With that being said, we're ending the episode right there. Ain't no party like a great wolf party because a great wolf party don't stop. <laughs> I'm your host, Michael Gillespie of the WDYM, and I'm out, Boy Scout. Peace.